Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us think about the expanse of time. This is the 15th chapter of Julian of Norwich's short text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle. And I invite you to open your heart to these words. And thus, our good Lord answered all the questions and doubts I could put forward, saying most comfortingly as follows, I will make all things well. I shall make all things well. I may make all things well. And I can make all things well. And you shall see for yourself that all things shall be well. I take I may for the words of the Father. I take I can for the words of the Son. And I take I will for the words of the Holy Ghost. And where he says, I shall, I take it for the unity of the Holy Trinity, three persons in one truth. And where he says, you shall see for yourself, I understand it as referring to the union with the Holy Trinity of all mankind who shall be saved. And with these five sayings, God wishes to be surrounded by rest and peace. And thus, Christ's spiritual thirst comes to an end. For this is the spiritual thirst, the love longing that lasts and ever shall do until we see that revelation on Judgment Day. For we that shall be saved and shall be Christ's joy and his bliss are still here on earth and shall be until that last day. Therefore, this is the thirst, the incompleteness of his bliss, that he does not have us in himself as holy as he will have us then. All this was shown to me as a revelation of compassion, and his thirst will cease on judgment day. Thus, he has pity and compassion for us, and he has longing to have us. But his wisdom and love do not permit the end to come, until the best time. And thus, I understood the five sayings mentioned above, I may make all things well, etc., as a powerful and comforting pledge for all the works of our Lord which are to come. For just as the Holy Trinity made all things from nothing, so the Holy Trinity shall make all well that is not well. It is God's will that we should pay attention 
to all the deeds he has done. For he wants us to know from them all he will do. And he showed me that when he said, And you shall see yourself that all manner of things shall be well. I understand this in two ways. First, I am well pleased that I do not know it. Second, I am glad and happy because I shall know it. It is God's wish that we should know in general terms that all shall be well. But it is not God's wish that we should understand it now, except as much as is suitable for us at the present time. And that is the teaching of Holy Church. We surely see that all things are not well right now in front of our eyes, in our world, and from our vantage point, trapped in time as we are. God asserts in Julian's vision that by the end of all things, all shall be well, all shall be set to right. We long for this to be reality and for it to be reality now. We hear that this is a longing that Jesus shares with us. When Julian narrates, he does not have us in himself as wholly, as much, as he will have us then. So, We don't know why we have to wait, why we have to endure suffering and evil still now. But we do know that the longing for resolution is both in us and in Jesus. We are unified in that desire. It's a desire to lean into because we share it with God. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.